then you have your 2021 year where yeah. we aren't the most talented team mm -hmm. and then you have so much more adversity yeah. just between not having fans nah. <laughs> you're being alone you're yeah. not being able to go out nah. trap like you're we're really just like yeah. at home practice back yeah how how much did that affect your mindset dad used to tell me all the time he used to tell me all the time son don't worry about the mules just load the wagon Welcome back to Jayhawks Unplugged with Chris Tehan. We're at Johnny's North today. Thank you so much for letting them for letting us use their spot. Um, I'm here with my second guest, unanimous preseason All Big 12 first team uh, national champion, Jalen Wilson. How are we doing, Jay? Will doing great, man. Honored to be here, man. Hey, I appreciate that. It's an honor for me to have you on as a guest. We'll start this off pretty quick. Uh, we'll just get this into uh, your first your first experience at Kansas. You were committed to Michigan yeah. originally. Beeline left. Lasted a mere month in the NBA. Yeah. Good decision for him. But you come on your visit for Kansas. What was that like? I know you came when no one was here. Yeah. So talk about your first, like, just visit up here and how you knew that this was the spot for you. Yeah, I woke up at, like, what, 7 a.m. And, uh, like, my friend Kobe texted me, like, oh, Beeline's going to, to the Cavs. And I was like, oh, I didn't believe it, so I went back to sleep. And then, like, my mom comes in, like, screaming, scrambling. I'm like, dang, I got to find a new school now. Uh, back in my head, I knew I wasn't going to go there then because I was only going for Beeline. And then I kind of knew that Kansas was always there. You know, they were in my top six. And then I ended up taking my visit. Uh, Oach and Sylvia were there and kind of just fell in love with the place, man. Like, you know, the Phil House, the history there. Like, walking through that gym with that jersey on had me just feeling a different type of way. And then, you know, after I took the visit to UNC, which was crazy, like my final two were those two schools. I just knew that Kansas was there. Like UNC just didn't give me the right vibe. Like the, this wasn't it. And then, you know, what came to school a couple of weeks later after choosing a whole new school. So it was just moving really fast, but yeah, I ended up being obviously the best decision I could have made for myself for real. Yeah. And I mean, they brought you here at a great time and yeah. jumping. I mean, sure, surely you're committed to Michigan, not even thinking about other schools for so long. So just no. even having to reopen your recruiting probably was just such a weird feeling. Yeah, I mean, it just, like, I was committed for two years. So I'm playing AAU ball with warming up with a Michigan shirt on. Like, it's, I'm like, all I know is Michigan. My, uh, my, when I signed in high school, I mean, I had a huge Michigan party. Um, my graduation party, all Michigan. So it's like, gotta throw those picks in the fire now because it's like, I'm yeah. not even going to that school. And to be like here now and, but to know like for two years and then what, Two years of some change that I could have easily went a whole other route in life is like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and I've never seen proof of any of those pictures of those parties. So you won't see them, man. Yeah, yeah, you guys did a good job They're of getting burning. rid of them. Uh, so let's fast forward here a little bit. Uh, you're welcome to Kansas moment. I asked Mitch about it because everyone seems to have one, yeah. or maybe if you don't have one, you look back and you're like, okay, yeah. What yeah. was that? Did that happen early in the season? It happened in the summer. When when was that for you? I think like it's crazy. I like never forget it. Like I was a freshman. And like this is when I knew I was like, oh, I'm at Kansas. Like this is Kansas basketball. I uh, I like went through the lane, and uh, went to do a layup, and dope just <laughs> dope just comes out of nowhere, sends it to like the wall. Coach like stops practice, and oh, yo, you've never played doing a layup like that. I was like, God dang, like I got to score with the guys like this for to to be successful in college. And then he was just, yeah. it was a wake up, man. He it was hard playing against those guys. It's 18, like coming from high school. You get the ball in your hands, like Coach always says, and then you go to go to college, and it's a whole another ball game. So that 
playing against that guy every single day was a definitely wake up. Yeah, sure. it's it's funny because all three of the stories that have been told pretty much have involved Yudoka in some way. He wakes told, you up. <laughs> I, told, I told mine, I saw a shadow cover my back. He dunked right on my head. Mitch said one. It was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you keep asking players. They're all going to tell yeah, you if that. you played with Yudoka as Buki and you came in as a freshman when he was an upperclassman. Good luck. Like, yeah, he's, he's doing something to you that. Good luck. Uh, yeah, welcome to Kansas. Yeah. Uh, another one that kind of pops to my mind from my eyes was that your first game, your first real game was in Madison Square Garden, which, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll defend you. That place is different. Like, getting yeah. up there, I'm sure, I mean, if I got in the game there, I wouldn't be yeah. able to feel my body. I never I got know, the opportunity man. to. So talk about your first, like, first coach game. self checking you in and just being like, go that first time. Yeah. Well, it didn't last too long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what, like, eight minutes left in the first half, and I'm like, Man, I'm not knowing when I'm gonna get in. Uh, chase me in, and I can think I get like a foul off rip. Like, I think I foul Matthew Hurt, but I'm like good. Like I got a foul in. Like I got a good feel. And then like that next possession, uh, it's like a loose ball, and I'm running. And I'm just like I don't know what's going through my mind, but Devon passed me the ball. I'm just like I'm gonna shoot it, bro. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's transition. It's like twenty something left on the shot clock. Uh, not knowing the 18, like 20 seconds, a long time left, but yeah. knowing now, I'm like, I mean, I'll never do that now unless it's like a, you know, a good shot for us. But nah, I just pulled it, man. I, and it looks so cash too, because I shot it over one of their four men and it didn't go in. Oh no, I forgot I traveled too when I came in. So that's a, <laughs> that's a travel and a foul. And then I go on transition, shoot a three and miss it. Yeah. That's pretty much a formula to be benched the rest of the game. And yeah. that's what happened. And you could probably take a three every, uh, probably twice or three times a game now in the first yeah, 10 seconds yeah, of the shot clock. Yeah. You do that as a freshman, it doesn't matter who you are. Nah. You're coming out. You gotta make so, it. Yeah. You, I mean, if you, you make, make it, it, you're probably, you may still, you, make it. You're you gonna a, play a little bit, a little, maybe. maybe like one more minute. Like, yeah, one more, <laughs> more minute until you yeah. do the next thing. Like, but you miss a defensive rotation. As soon now. as you mess up, out of there, man. That freshman string is, is not too long, especially with that team that we had. It was too many other players that could have shot that ball besides me. Yeah. So it is what it is now, though. I learned. Yeah. Quick. And that's what K is all about, is just learning through yeah. those mistakes, and everyone figures it out. Everyone has those stories. Um, moving a little bit further on is, I think, maybe a week later, two weeks later. Bro, like three days, three four days. Three days later, yeah. yeah. UNC what? Greensboro. Check in a game. I don't even think I'm going to play this game at this point, though, because I got checked yeah. out. I'm like, man, I might not even get in. This one's like this one's like six minutes left in the first half, and I'm like, man, I don't know. It's getting a little shaky. Then I check in. I'm all right. Let me let me shake that off. You know this team isn't that good. I can come come in this game, do a couple of things, and then shoot. I run back on on the offense, and I just hear a pop. I'm like, what was that? And then I, I I try to walk on my ankle, my left ankle, and then it's just not right. It's warm, and you know in your mind when something's wrong, like there's nothing can tell you what's going on. So I'm like, all right. I see the 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 people that fall down, the whole arena class for you yeah. and all that. I was like, I don't want that right now. <laughs> I know I'm hurt, but I was like, I don't want I don't want everybody to to cheer for me right now. I just want to get the game. Like it ain't about me right now. So now I just run off the court mid game, and coach is like, What are you doing? You know, I'm like, Dude, my ankle's broke. Like I probably said some other words. I was I was just pissed. Like I'm just mad. There's no way my ankle's broken. And then I go to the sideline. I'm like screaming at Chad, like, dude, mom done. Like my ankles are done. He said, Oh no, don't worry, it's all it's all right. I'm like, all right, Chad, whatever. And then sure enough, I go get the X-ray and it's just a slash, like right yeah. through my ankle. I'm like, well, here goes that year. And then 
mom calls me crying. I'm just, I'm kind of in shock still. Like my uniform salon, my, yeah. I had everything on. And I was like, oh, mom, it'll be all right. It'll be all right, mom. And then it just, just kind of was like a little, not downhill, but just like, dang, it's such a bummer. Like you want to play in front of that crowd. And yeah. then like, we were so good. I'm like, I just want to have like a little piece of that right now. Yeah. And I just, I, I had to find my way. And then ended up being our red team, like having fun, you know, playing with Devon, Doke, Mark, like Isaiah, those guys. Yeah. And still learning my way, was able to do a couple more things, but that was definitely a hard, hard year. Like, especially with COVID hitting yeah. right after, like, I'm like, man, like my first two years of college is, just sucks and yeah. what I think. And, you know, obviously brightened up, of course, with COVID yeah. and stuff like that, but that first year was rough. For yeah, real. and I'm sure, talk about how like, watching that number one team in the country and the way we operated that year was something I hadn't seen really in Kansas history because mm. we had like don't get me wrong coach got mad and there were certain things we had to critique but yeah. our five guys once we yeah. learned how to play defense we knew how to go what was that like for you it just, just showed me what it took like especially like looking back at our team last year it was it was kind of just just like that as, as far as player led and but sitting on the sidelines, like I'm literally just watching every single day. I mean, knowing that I'm not gonna gonna play this year, all I can do is learn at this point. And you just see what it takes to to be a, a top tier team in the nation, especially in the Big 12 with how we got beat by Baylor at home yeah. that year. Uh, I was pretty shocked by that because I, I had never, you know, experienced a loss in the mm -hmm. field house, didn't know how dramatic that was gonna be. And kind of just carry that that mentality of just trying to learn any which way I could. So I started started learning you know different defensive things i'm on defense for what, what are we on defense for an hour and a half two hours Forever, yeah me and team were on red together for <laughs> a whole year so that's that was, a whole, that was the best red team of all time though. easily was, man it's it's me, some guys on there me you silvio mitch uh juan juan jank EJ. EJ. i mean that's that might go down in history Dude, that, that was a top 25 team yeah on the red no team we could have right won there. a couple games maybe <laughs> maybe a different conference or two <laughs> yeah, but maybe not in the big 12 that year not at the big 12 but uh yeah i just learned what it took leadership uh and just being player-led i feel like that that's what all winning teams have is is being player-led like Coach rarely uh, blew up on that team. Yeah. As far as, you know, when I came back after COVID, that team was kind of a learning experience team. Yeah. And you saw a different side of him. But uh, that freshman year team was was hands down the best team in the nation, for real. Yeah, best team in the nation. Those are, we're two-time national champions Easily. with that one right Easily. there. If we get a finish two that season. four years now. ain't bad. Yeah. And then, so I had my freshman year, we went to the Final Four. We were mm. good, like really good. We had a bunch of – we were player-led, like you just said. Yeah. We had – all these guys in pretty much our whole team left. We go through that second year slump. So I saw the real colors of when you're struggling and going yeah. through that and not having that. And then obviously 2021, 20, uh, but or 2020, but then you have your 2021 year where yeah. we aren't the most talented team. Mm -hmm. And then you have so much more adversity yeah. just between not having fans, nah. <laughs> you're being alone, you're yeah. not being able to go out, nah. trap. Like you're, we're really just like yeah. at home practice back. Yeah. How how much did that affect your mindset and how much did that play into you not wanting to leave but kind mm -hmm. of being like, if this is like what it is next man, year, yeah. I don't think I can do it. That was, just came into my, that yeah, came into my mind. It was too. tough, man. Like for someone to have like their first two years of college go broken ankle, then COVID, like it's just your mind is just – that's the bad thing about COVID. I'd say the worst part of the whole year, it wasn't even the fans – wasn't the schedule, wasn't the getting sick. It was just the fact that you had so much time to just to think because it was just nothing to do. Couldn't go out, 
you know, say you have a bad game, but we win. You know, overall we won, so hey, we're happy. Let's go out, celebrate, yeah. have fun, like get it, get it out of our mind. Can't do that. Uh -uh. Can't even do that. So it's like you have a bad game, you lose. You're like, dude, you're just sitting there all night, just like thinking, like, oh, I should have done this, done this. Twitter saying this. Yeah, you My, get all, yeah. you're on your phone. Dude, so much. So much you more. Get off there's just nowhere to go. And it's like, that was my first year playing. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I I started off really well. And then I had like a bad slump. And then I'm just like, man, people tell me transfer. People tell me this, this, and that. I'm just like, man, this sucks. And especially yeah. with not having that, uh, like the fan base be on your side, knowing how good, you know, our yeah. fans are, but you know, they don't know me as well. You know, I'm yeah. new. COVID isn't helping at all because they're not getting to come to the games. Um, there's all types of issues in the world. Yeah. And to have that like the first year, I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know about this, especially after we lost 30 US, USC. I mean, I flew in, especially talking about adversity. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> talking about COVID. I, uh, you know, Absolutely. start, oh yeah, start off hot slump for a month and i come i'm getting my feet back under me have we're, we're picking up we beat baylor on senior night bad their first loss and played great great so i'm great. like man we we clicking at the right time and go to the bits hall tournament boom dave gets covid so i'm yeah. like man all right we're gonna get him back play oklahoma i wake up the next morning i go to sleep that night i'm texting my mom like I am just so sore right now. Yeah, like, why hell. am I so sore? I'm so tired. I can't move. I'm like, man, I must have just played hella hard. I don't know. Like, yeah. I must have been playing defense, like something. Bumped. Uh, and then I, I wake up like 4 a.m., head ringing, body sweat. I'm like, man, there's no way I got COVID. Yeah. And I text Chad. I'm like, I got to get tested. I don't want, because I'm thinking, let me take myself out the equation. Y'all can still play. Yeah, that's, that was not how it was working. As soon, yeah, COVID wasn't that light then. It's a, that's a full ten days, no matter no matter yeah. what. And then I get tested. They kick us out of the tournament. We go back. Y'all are practicing. I have to sit in that room for ten days. So it's like, we, I mean, we all sat in that room. Yeah, for 10 days. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, but it's just like. I know my room though. Y'all got to travel. Remember, I had to sit in my room, McCarthy. I watched y'all. I would have low key rather been in McCarthy. Than no, been for there sure. In yeah, hotel. For no, the first yeah. Couple days. That but way, I that mean, hell. being in that fun. room watching y'all play, like I'm watching my team play in March Madness. Like yeah. I've dreamed of playing in March Madness. Didn't get to play my freshman year. Now you're telling me, you know, I mean, worst case scenario, I don't get to play the second year because God forbid y'all was to lose that first because it was a close yeah. game. So yeah. I'm like, man, like you telling me I'm not gonna get to play at all in March Madness, and then. I mean, we might, you may have rather not. No, yeah, at that <laughs> point, yeah. And then I got uh, – literally my 10th day was up, and I fly in the day of the game. I wake up like 5, yeah. take a little hour, 15 flights to Indianapolis, and then I do shoot around at Butler. I'm like, God, dude, I don't know about this. Like, I'm feeling good in my mind, but my body is just – and then show to the gym. I check in again. That was like the quickest three fouls I've ever had in my life, yeah. like in my life. And – after that, I knew it was kind of just wraps on that year. And then, you know, it's a lot of people saying after that year that we, we had to make changes. You know, CB yeah. said the whole year we weren't athletic enough. So, like, he kept those tweets saved for a reason. Yeah. And uh, that's when I just went back home and, like, grinded, like, super hard. Because I wasn't going to wasn't gonna let myself come back and, and not 
show people what we really had because I know we were gonna be good and then you know come back with the same team yeah. almost and win the whole thing. Yeah, and that's what like there's a perspective you you kind of hit on a little bit. There's perspective that we see inside of the locker room. Yeah, it's like you know how big that is where Dave doesn't practice for two weeks and we go play without him and then you don't practice for two <laughs> weeks and get in the day of the game at like six a.m. or whatever. It's not even fair. It's like it's college basketball at yeah. this point. It's not a high school AAU game where you can do nah, that and man. not see the court forever and just nah. like hey, let me get into a rhythm real quick. No, you need to get into a rhythm. That's three fouls. That's your guy <laughs> having however many points. There's a couple turnovers. Like it is what it is. They're yeah. even the best players. And if there is players like that, they're mm-hmm. like Kate Cunningham's and exactly. Cats and D books and just guys what who are just people. disgusting. And uh yeah, that's hard. I still remember the night after the Oklahoma State or the Oklahoma game, waking up the next morning and going into breakfast and seeing uh Ched, our trainer, and Doc talking. And when you ever whenever it was COVID, yeah. you see Ched and Doc talking. You immediately start looking around the room, and you're trying to count. Yeah, everybody. what happened? Well, I never knew what happened. Like, how did they tell y'all? We just walked in for breakfast. They didn't say anything. It's so, like uh. we walk into breakfast because I think we had wake up at like eight thirty. So yeah. like, there's no point in calling a meeting before. No one's going to be awake yeah, at four exactly. a.m. Whenever they got the text, like, everyone's right. going to wake up anyways. So you see them two talking, and you see I think someone else is on the phone. That if you see them on the phone, it's yeah. like suspect. I'm looking around I'm like Jay Will's not here. <laughs> And then they're like, hey, everyone, before we eat, let's like all sit down and do this. I was like, well, yeah. he's got it, dog. He's Pop got it. in there, man. Yeah. Positive. Yeah, which, I mean, it's terrible. And just like thinking, I'll, I'll move it on to the next point because it kind of leads perfectly into it. It's like mm-hmm. we got what we did last year because of how much we went through. You talk nah, about yeah, you broke your ankle your nah, freshman year and it's like then you have the COVID year, you nah. get COVID coming in, like all this terrible stuff's happened. Think about Ochai went through it. CB mm-hmm. went through it. Ochai, I mean, he goes to the draft trying to go. He doesn't get that stuff he wants. He yeah. comes back and everybody kind of after that – that USC game where everybody on Twitter, Twitter's sitting there, mm-hmm. we need to make changes. We need to get more athletic. We need to get transfers, all this stuff. You, yeah. I mean, you just hit on it. We're all, you're just all sitting there being like, why do we need yeah. anybody else? I'm just going to put my head exactly. down and go. Exactly. I mean, I think Coach nailed it too. Like He, he kind of like questioned our manhood in the sense of like, you know, this is my team, but are they capable of doing this? And like, I feel yeah. like everybody just went back like, man, we can do this. Like we, We're too talented. Too big of a group. I mean, we had a huge lineup, talented guys that are all around. You know, we all around were versatile, but we all around did different things to help us win. Yeah. And it was like, I think we all just went home that year and just grinded. Uh, even with pursuing the NBA, like back in my head that year, I was like, nah, there's no, I can't leave Kansas like this. Like, yeah. I'm gonna leave the school and no one's gonna remember me. No one's gonna even like think to mention me in any conversation. So mm-hmm. it was like, I had to leave this place at a, at a better note. So I feel like coming yeah. back, that's exactly what pretty much all of us, I mean, had yeah. in our minds was just making this place better. So, And that's the reason you come to Kansas yeah. is to leave and come to a place like Johnny's in 10 to 15 years or go <laughs> yeah. to wherever in the next 10 to 15 years and be like, that's Jalen Wilson. Exactly. You can exactly. cut all your hair Bro, off yeah. and look completely different. They're like, that's Jay Will. Like, he did this, this, and oh. this. They don't, remember, they don't remember your stats or anything. No. They remember what you did for exactly. the university. and. Uh, once you win that national championship, that's yeah, it stamps. Of, it's stamps it in stone. And I'm sure, what what's it like now? I mean, I'm gone, mm-hmm. so yeah. like, I've, I'm gone. I'm out of the, I'm out of the Kansas thing where I'm on the team anymore. But we won a national championship yeah. last year. What is the life after the Natty like? Oh, it's insane, man. Like everywhere you go, it's just you see how much us winning affected everybody. Like 
the whole I think the whole year we we pretty much always said like you know we wanted this not just for our team but like for everybody for everybody to experience this and we saw when we when we had that mindset we came back and won like just the love we had after coming back from the final four going to the field house uh seeing all the fans and media show up to support us uh, I'm like dang like we get this for the final four imagine we can get for winning and then coming back yeah. and winning has been crazy man like just Everywhere you go, pictures and thank yous, and you have no much. You don't know how much this means to us. Like, we really helping families, and like they're just the way they walk around. It's like we all won, and that's yeah. how I like it. You know, I feel like everybody who supports us gets a piece of that. Like, you don't, you don't just walk around. Here, oh, I'm, I'm on the team. I won. This is our champion. Like, this is everybody. Like, everybody's yeah. champions. We all get to celebrate. We all get to have fun, and it's like every single week, especially with football doing what yeah. they're doing like it's just been insane like the love and the support from from kids all the way up to adults has just been over the top like nothing what i imagine coming back like i didn't yeah. think it was gonna be this much fun yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I am a little bit jealous yeah. uh i gotta miss out on boot camp and all the other stuff like yeah that. I know so, that's like not really that thing. jealous <laughs> but you know like yeah that is it's 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 crazy just thinking about what we did and how lawrence is ever i mean coach self hits on it all the time it's like you go to the final four you'll be remembered for a while. Mm. You go to the national championship, you win the national championship, you'll be remembered and loved forever. forever man. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's just kind of talking nah. out his ass. Like everybody does. Real, like, no, it's it's for real. And it's honestly like he probably didn't over-exaggerate it enough because nah. it is like to the next level. I mean, any, everywhere Dude. you go, I'm sure, especially like being in Lawrence, yeah. you're just, I mean, you're a celebrity. You're, you're like a, almost like a saint here. No, nah, and it's just... You don't really realize until after you win, like what he meant. Like when he was talking to us first round, before the first round game, like y'all have no idea how much fun this can really be if y'all win. Yeah. And in the back of our mind, or in my mind at least, I'm just like, you know, it'll be fun. It'll be packed. You know, winning would be great, obviously, you know, fans, but you have no idea like how many people are like wanting you to win, rooting for you, yeah. how much support we had showing up to, to New Orleans. Um, you know, leaving that game to go play Villanova in our hotel was just packed to people. Packed. packed. And I'm like, wow, like, it's, it's way bigger than us. And yeah. I knew that coming into there, but leaving to, to play that game, I was like, no, nah, this is way bigger than us. Like, this this yeah. is, this is we have to win this for everybody. And then after winning, just, you see what he's saying. Like, it just changes the way everybody moves around here, man. Like, now we're just, oh, we're champs. You're back-to-back. Like yeah, you're all types of things, man. Like, and now. this is like, I want it so bad too, because I just remember the fun we had. Um, even the journey, just going through the whole March Madness, like coming back after going to the uh, after winning the first two games, come yeah. back, have fun, go back. We're going to the final four, come back. It's packed. Like, just that fun. You never, it's never matched until you do it again. No, never yeah. matched. Never ever matched. Never will be. And it's you get to that first round, and it's yeah. like once you get to that first one, you're like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 attainable, mm -hmm. and it is what it is. And uh, I kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, but we're we were, we have that T-shirt from whatever company that is that says the comeback kids. Yeah. And I mean, we <laughs> like we were the comeback kids. We think about this mentioned like all the stuff that everyone went through yeah. before, and then you have that year. You have Remy who's coming in. They have all the talk about him, mm -hmm. talking about how great he's going to be. He can't find his his uh, his really his niche and like yeah. where he fits in the team because the way Arizona State played with him was so mm -hmm. different. You have what happened to you in the earlier this season, yeah. and I'm sure that matured you fast. Yeah. It was really just like, do we come back from all those games uh, because of the way that we were always looking at ourselves in the mirror, being like, okay, I have to change something. I have to do that. Like we were just so comfortable being behind and being mm -hmm. in the shit, knowing that hey. 
like we're gonna lock in and we're gonna go Man. do this thing like is is, is that what you think about it because that's 100%. kind of like st- taking a step away i'm starting to think about it no I, I don't think if you know people ask me like about my year and would i change anything i wouldn't change not one thing like if that's the adversity you have to go through the grind you have to go through uh to get to a championship team and win it i would do it all over again like yeah i feel like everybody had their moment in time where they had some point of adversity um some greater some less obviously but you know speaking from my point of view uh being suspended like the first three games you know feeling like super disconnected from everybody just embarrassed and you know having to rely on just hard work to, to attain everything back you know coach Coach and I spoke, and he was like, I'm, I'm going to make you work for everything you, you want to get back. And, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, and I think that was the smartest thing he could have done. You know, and when stuff like that happens, you got to got to man up and own stuff. And I feel like that was one thing we did as a team very well, was just we owned to everything. Uh, yeah. Lose to Kentucky by 30, you know, I could say my my point of view from that, we were all overlooking them because we knew how fun it would be if we would have beat them. Yeah. So we never really faced them up uh, head first. So that was something that we had to own up, um, you know, just just different things through the whole year. And, and me personally, I just it took me a while. I mean, as people know, like it took me probably half the season to really get back to where I was. But you know, it just that just shows you the grind you have to go through, and you have to continue just to work and have the will and the will, and and know that that opportunity will come again. And and it came, and I just I, I had to take it when I had a chance because you know when it when it when you want to have a championship year, it's gonna take some stuff like that to happen. Uh, yeah. I think we said that at the beginning of the year before any of that happened. Sadly. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Sadly, it takes it. Takes it, it takes something for the team to come around to 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 gather around and build someone up. And it happened to be me. And I, like I said, I wouldn't change it all because I feel like, you know, hands down, that was Coach Self's closest team, uh, the closest oh, yeah. team I've ever had or been a part of um, in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just all the things that we went through, just closer, closer, closer. Yeah. And I feel like the, the 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 way we played on the court was a direct correlation from how we were together off the court. You know, it didn't matter if it was Ochai and whoever else. We were all close, like no matter who yeah. it was. Guys who play all the minutes, guys who play no minutes, guys who play some. It didn't matter. We all clicked. We're all brothers. And that just led to, to a championship team. I feel like we were closer than any other team that we played against. I mean, we... We we play teams on the court and they'd be arguing, cussing each other out. Never. 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 No matter what's going on, uh, whether it's us losing to somebody, we down at halftime to Miami. Uh I'm I was getting scorched in the first half against Miami. Cameron was just having his way, but no one's no one's cussing me out. Yeah. They just like move on, man. Like that was always our our, our mentality, it was just next play. Yeah. And it works, man. And Ochai did a great job of that. Yeah. Ochai is such a personable person. Yeah. I, I've said that it's like between him and Devontae, like that's a that's a that's a hard race to go man. win mayor of Lawrence because yeah. those two dudes are so cool or whatever. It's like once once we got to the point where everyone started looking up to Ochai, then you started mm-hmm. taking the same responsibility that Ochai had yeah. off. And it started just to kind of becoming contagious where yeah, it was man. like, hey, yeah. You probably didn't have your best game. I, I mean, I don't remember that. It was like you weren't having your best game. If Juan wasn't doing it, there was never like, come on, dog, lock in, get, yeah, your, yeah, yeah. get your stuff together, blah, blah, blah. It was always like, hey, bro, we need you. Like, don't even think about it. None of us yeah, care. Yeah. Like, we only are playing what's going forward. Exactly. 
that was big. I was so I, I did a little bit of research before I came in here. I was looking at your stats from last year because uh-huh. I was like, he did have a little bit of a slow start. Yeah, I think Texas Tech at Texas Tech when we lost was that like, was my game. That was your first mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and then so I started looking and you started to get more consistent. Mm-hmm. I looked at your rebounding numbers. Mm-hmm. That's when you started hitting yeah. the eights and the tens and the twelves. Yeah. Did you use that to start getting 100%. into a rhythm, just like getting the ball, getting the ball in your hands? 100%. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think those first like couple games coming back when I was suspended, I was only worried about scoring. Like, yeah. how can I come back and score? Because that was my whole mindset coming into school back that year was well, so I'm going to be a scorer this year. And yeah. then stuff happens. I have to come back now. How can I help my team out now coming off the bench? You know, yeah. coming off the bench, you're not coming in to score most of the time. Mm-mm. So, uh, especially with Coach Self. So it's like, oh, no. how can I come in and affect the game, play, get some get some clock under my, my feet, and then, you know, the more you play, the more you'll have opportunities to score. And I didn't have that mindset coming in. First, yeah. I was thinking about myself. How can I score? How can I do this to help what I think is going to help us win? That was the wrong mindset. And I think uh, that Nevada game, I had like eight rebounds, like probably the most I had all year. And I figured like the more rebounds I hit, the more, you know, opportunities I have to score, the ball's yeah. in my hands. Like, I'm just getting a feel for it. Like, you know, if you're not, if you're out there and you're not getting any steals, rebounds, assists, like you're not in tune with the you're, game. You're not, you're really not touching the Your ball touch unless, is you're off. Spot, unless yeah. you're a spot up shooter. That's what I'm saying. Your touch is off. So it took me a couple of games to understand that, to maturing, um, to understand that. And then, yeah, that Texas Tech game, uh, like I said, opportunities always happen. You know, I'm not saying it was good, but but Remy had sprained his ankle that week before. Yep. And I was I knew I was going to have to play. And I just, you know, attacked that game. I was like, I'm just going to be aggressive this game. And, and just, you know, obviously Texas Tech on the road is already hard enough. Yeah, and I mean, that's like the hardest team to be yeah, aggressive against. So, I think we had like eight charges that game yeah, in general. Not, not having a full team is, is – and playing on the road at Tech is already difficult. And, you know, the game, the ball just, just went in that game. Uh, the rim felt huge. And after that, kind of just like kick-started my year a little bit. That's why I try to attack the Big 12, honestly. So I'll say probably that Oklahoma State game was the day – um, mm-hmm. talk about rebounds. I had 15 that game. Yeah, I, I, what'd you score like two? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, it was two, like two and 15, 15. But I was like, I'm gonna do something to, to get yeah. on this game and stay on the floor. And I ended up playing most minutes I played all year. It was like 28 at that time. And I was like, all right, like this is this is what's gonna be. I'm gonna be the dog of the team, the rebounder, yeah. the, the defender, boxing out, like all that little stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, you won't be able to take me off the court if I'm doing all that. No. So I just kept running with that. And I feel like that was like my niche last year, and I and I loved it. like that role I had to, to let me get Ocho open, let me get CB open, let me go get this rebound, fan out yeah. for a three. Like, that's why I, I found my place. I started to find something that I didn't see too many guys on the team wanting to do. And yeah. that that's- You had just, that skill to go do Yeah, it. and I just ran with it. And, you know, I feel like that took our team to a, to another level. And when we have guys that are selfless, like you see Remy, you know, on the bench, never, never complaining, never, never. like taking us away from a team. He's one of the most, team oriented guys that I know and no one on the outside would think that but you know if you know Remy you know he loved us all like yeah love being around us and stuff like that and that I feel like selflessness on the team is, is what made us win you know even with Ocha being one of the best players if not the best player in college basketball he, you'll never know from the way he handles himself and yeah. presents himself and when you act like that, it goes a long way. Like yeah. the basketball gods, they, mm-hmm. they, I mean, take care of you. they take care of you. Yeah. And you played a very cerebral way where it was like, I'm focusing on rebounding and I'm playing mm-hmm. defense and I'm going hard. Yeah. And that allows you to come like, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of times where you come off four game and you see your shoulders are past somebody. You're like, I'm just going to attack the rim. Like your yeah. looks probably got so much yeah, easier because people aren't worried about 
you driving and scoring, mm-hmm. they're worried about Ochai throwing up a 35 yeah, footer exactly. or whatever it is, and you come and running and yeah, running exactly. the lane and being like, all right, that's mine. Like, they, I thought it opened up a so much more. 100%. And just, I mean, I didn't do a bunch of advanced analytics and mm-hmm. did your percentages and stuff, but the way you were shooting like six of eight games mm-hmm. and then like maybe you would have a game where you were like six of 12 or yeah. whatever but it's like no you're you got so much more efficient your rebounds started going up yeah, and you end the year with i think 11 or almost 12 and like nine yeah it's yeah like, i was close yeah I, that's a that's yeah. a stat line they got you listed as a power forward now too though. i know yeah i, mean, I, I never knew that yeah, yeah i was like okay i, I guess i'm a power forward I but the, i saw the small forward like the top 25 small yeah. forwards I'm like I'm a like, power four this year, but yeah, I don't know who, I don't know who there. makes that. But unless I'm not a top, <laughs> that, that's four. what I was. That, I was hot. I was hot. There's no way. And then all the comments, literally like five of the ten comments <sighs> underneath were like, "You guys got Jay Will at power four, don't you?" Like yeah. someone was like, "Yeah, they do." And it was like, "Okay, now I'll let you guys slide." Like, I'll, makes I'll, I'll, sense. Like, yeah, I'll get you. I'll get twenty five small four. Like, it was like, "There's no way." They're it's a hard cool, list, man. Yeah, there are the cool people on there that I was like, "Yeah, you gotta be." You gotta that's be why I just keep quiet on the. They, they, I let whoever's behind that phone type up yeah. whatever they want to type i don't even care yeah and that's that comes with maturity like you were saying mm-hmm. though your fresh your sophomore year your freshman year the COVID year mm-hmm. that you would like get have a bad game and go back yeah, into man. your room and sit there and read that just stuff through it and mm-hmm. you would think like you think those guys have some kind of knowledge of anything <laughs> like they know me they don't no. they don't know you they yeah. really don't know the game of the bat the all. basketball for the most part yeah, they know stats us. they just go on Google and look up who had 20 points. Oh, he played yeah. good. Like, yeah, come that's on, like, go, hey, go look at Marcus Garrett's stats. You'd be like, oh, Marcus Garrett's terrible. Exactly. No, Marcus no, Garrett was have, the best player of the court. You have no idea they the affect the court. Of the time. Yeah, it just be – that's why that took maturing as well after getting suspended. Like, I just I just deleted Twitter, stayed off of it because why would I let someone who doesn't know me affect how I feel? Like, you don't yeah. know me on or off the court, so why would I let you, you know, dictate how I'm going to feel today? And that's yeah. just one thing I had to learn, like, stop reading and stuff like that. Uh, cause guys like Dewan will never get the credit they deserve. Mm-hmm. But I tell people like we would not have won with without Dewan on the court. And it's like you look at stats up. I bet they're not the most flashy, but he set the tone the whole second half. We don't win that game without him. We like, don't win that game. I mean, I don't know if it's the first like four possessions of the second half, but go watch the first like, like five minutes and watch what Juan. He's does. touching someone, stealing something every single play. Every single play. Every single play. Doing something. Like, I mean, I don't even think there was one that he didn't even touch anything. Like, he Duh. literally just, like, kind of, like, jumped at the guy. And the guy, Frightened. like, just, just Pick his terrified. ball up. Like, he just had his hand. Pre- like, that's why that just comes with maturing. Got to know who knows the game, who doesn't know the game. And I just started listening to Coach Self. I'm like, I know he knows basketball. He know, <laughs> so yeah, no. I, I know these guys, Randall guy with one follower on Twitter, doesn't yeah. know basketball, but I'm pretty sure Coach Self does. And that's what I started paying attention to. Yeah, it was like I came in my first year thinking I knew something. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I knew absolutely nothing. He, that, yeah, he's the, a genius when it comes to I he 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 humbles you real fast. He humbles you so fast. And like the thing is is he has so much to back it up. And then he'll do like a math problem in front of you too to even make you look more dumb. He'll like oh. he'll be like, I Example, like, mm. I need more touches this game. It's like, okay, there's how many possessions here? We have this all-star player. So what's this number of time, this number of time? It blows my it? mind. And yeah. you're just like, I You don't underestimate, know. like, you hear Hall of Fame coach, like, oh, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. But it's in the Hall of Fame of basketball. Like, you really underestimate, like, this dude's in a class of his own with the yeah. rest of the coaches in the whole nation, uh, especially now with two two championships. Like, that guy's a genius. Like, genius. that's all he knows about with timeouts and, and what plays to run. Oh. I would never think of the, some of the stuff he thinks about. Yeah, watching watching the last two minutes of a close game with him that he's not coaching. I mean, the stuff that he says, like, and you'll just, you'll be like, what is he talking about? You think about it critically. You're like, 
God, that actually yeah, makes so like, much how sense. That sounded not, so that dumb. Lose if you give me the coach. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. I would have been so gone. Oh. Okay, so let's move on to this year. You go to the draft. Um, you, I mean, you obviously come off national championship, and it, yeah. everybody eats after a national championship. Mm-hmm. It changed my life for better. I, yeah. they, someone trusted me with a podcast. They gave me a podcast yeah. as a national champion. <laughs> um, so that mean obviously you, you go in there being like, okay, yeah, this is my year. Mm-hmm. What made you come back? Are you, are, I don't know how to word that. What what made yeah. you? What made you? What do you think? What made you come back? Um, I just knew that I had more to give to the school. I feel like if you look at my last two years, there's a time or, or period of where I go like a month where it's just bad basketball. Like it's just not the best. Stats kind of drop after that, and it's like I, I just started to want to want to come back to this place and have a full year, like a full complete year. I just felt like I had more to offer. Like I didn't want to leave with the incomplete year, and I feel like I owed myself that. I owed the school that. Because uh, obviously, even coming back, the championship has changed my life forever. So it was like, like that was the least I could do. And uh, I remember we were playing Texas for the Big 12 championship on senior night last year. And like when we, when I knew we won, I was looking around. I was like, man, is this my last game here? Like, no, I, I just, it so just, hard, it, it was just like I got like emotional because like my my whole family's here. We just won, like we just won the conference. I'm like, man, there's no way this is my last game. But I'm back in my mind, like. I mean, we got a championship team. We won the championship. Who knows? But in in that point in time, I'm just like, dude, I don't know, like, if this can be my last game. But you know, I go through the whole summer, and I get to a point where I'm like, you know what? This is it. Like, I'm not gonna come back. I'm I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I've done my my part, my due. And you know, I I did good in the draft combine. Um, I'm doing good at workouts. I'm like, oh man, this is it. And then I just I don't know, kind of just prayed about it, slept about it talking to my family and just, I saw the opportunity I would have for me coming back. And, you know, the position that I'm in right now does not come across to a lot of players mm-hmm. uh, at all in, in many, many lifetimes. So I was like, why not come back and just be the guy like that, that people know from the championship team that, but now I can take it to a whole nother level. And I feel yeah. like that was just like a once in a lifetime opportunity to be here. And like you said, like, it's like a celebrity status here now after winning the championship, like, that's like really the most humble way I can put it. Like it, yeah. it really is it was crazy. Cool before, but yeah, now it's but like, now it's, it's insane. almost out of hand. So now I get to live it, you know, every single day, and also better myself in the draft. I feel like I have a way, way better chance this year with uh, where I want to be at. Because um, obviously, having uh, OCC be in the first round was, I mean, amazing. And it's like I feel like I have the same potential this year to do do those things that they were able to do. And it's like. Why why rush Kansas when it's, you know, it's amazing beautiful. place to be at? Like, so can't good. rush having fun, man. Yeah. So I think that was my main thing, just not wanting to rush, you know, life and, and knowing that, you know, everybody's race is just different. Yeah, and I, I had this conversation with Ochai a couple of times just behind closed doors. Me and Ochai were cool. Um, but I'll say the same thing to you, dude. I mean, you already stamped your, your spot in Kansas history. Exactly, you already yeah. stamped it. But now, I mean – Dude, yeah, it's like a, you it's, could you go do what you need to do this year, like yeah. bro. You're talking about you're coming back here forever. You're gonna have one of those little things on the wall yeah. when you walk in. I like, walk by it every day. I'm like, man, I want one of those so bad. Bro, and, like that's probably I mean, <laughs> those are there forever. Like I know I was taking visits here in my what sophomore year of high school. That's like 2017. Yeah, same dudes up there. Same, oh, same dudes. They're championship never, wall, and like, now that we're on the wall at, by the yeah. door, like we're on there forever, man. Forever, and so then you'll like, get your singular, like man. Jay that's Will that's what I'm saying. It's like it was so much in my head, like, and, and I'm not gonna lie, like 
What do you have to be to get your number retired? Like you have to, one of you the have to win. You have to either be a first team All American or win Big Twelve Player of the Year. Exactly, and and I was like, dude, I, I, I'm just confident in myself and, and what we can do. I was like, why not go for it? Like, why not yeah. try to get my number up there, my name up there forever? Like, I feel like I have the capability to do it, and the team to do it. You know, coach believes in me. I believe in myself. So. Why not? Why not try at least? You know, yeah. go out with the full bang, like I said, a full year, and see what happens. You know. Yeah. Well, good luck this year. We'll wrap this up. Thank you so much, Jay Will, for coming yeah, on man. the show. Actually, wait. I got one more thing because me and Mitch mentioned in the last podcast. Uh, we're talking about the plane. Oh, <laughs> we said that you and Dot were freaking out the most. I, well, I mean, I know what's going through your head. Like, I want to tell a story for you, but you you nah, can go man. ahead and tell a little I bit mean, of it. I had to because you're on if it. You like, know, yeah. If you know why, I'm not saying why it happened, but somebody, I won't say no names, was playing, being dumb, playing videos and, like, pictures of plane crashes before we take off. I know exactly who it is. So, you, you, you imagine <laughs> my head taking off. I, I'm already you're paranoid, already, man. Already on edge. I'm already on edge about planes, but at that point, I wasn't too... I just like, hey man, come on, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, not no, cool. That's uh, how I was before. And yeah, then after it was. He's like, like I'm cool with planes, and you know, I didn't like, like turbulence that much, but you showing me that before I'm I'm taking off on a plane was not the best idea, and I mean literally, that's before we take off, and literally we take off five minutes later, we're at oh, you're at ten thousand feet, blah blah blah, we're yeah. gonna bring food, and it's like five seconds later, just boom out of nowhere i'm like yo what like, get me off the like, same dog i wake up i wake up divine mark's he's like sleep still mark i don't think mark actually didn't know up. he didn't know and we're on the plan my like, bro this engine just blew he's like what no it didn't and um i'm like yes it did because the plane i'm sitting there straight and all of a sudden now i'm sitting we're on tilted. that far right side i'm tilting yeah. now i'm on the side of the plane that blew i'm tilting i'm like nah plane's shaking uh, I'm looking around, and what really scared me, two things really scared me. Um, I know Cosell's been on probably a 10 billion flights. Oh, so many flights. I mean, you probably can't even count how many private uh -huh. jets, planes he's been on. He looked nervous. He was standing. I'm like, nah, there's no That's way. The, so I'm like thinking, okay, this is how I go out. Like, this is the way I, I leave. You know, God's time. This is, this is it. And I can't find my phone. I'm trying to make a video, you know, hopefully it lives through the fire and crash. Like, hey, this is Jalen, you know, love y'all. And then I got the, the I won't say dumb, but the, freak, the freaking steward, the the, la the ladies and dude, the flight attendants was like, um, she kept walking around sliding their hands. I'm asking, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? And then. The most, the random, most random question ever comes as, did we throw something out the window? I'm like, like, what are you talking about? That really turned <laughs> me up because now I'm like, bro, you keep playing with me. And the flight attendant or pilot gets on, like, yeah, we just lost our right engine. And then some dude on Twitter like saw that it was on fire, yeah. and that just turned me up even more. I'm panicking, and we're over water. Yeah, and then by the time all that happens, Mark wakes up and he's like freaking out, but he's trying to remain calm. You know, Mark tough, so he yeah. He but trying he's, to, he's asking questions he's like, "Yo, bro." Yeah, he's like, like he's, he's Jake like, rolls. I remember Jake rolls up the window to look. He's like, "Jake, shut the window!" Like, I don't want to see this. Like, we die. I don't want to see us die. Like, it was crazy. I, mean, I was praying. Silvio was kissing his cross and waving. Like, it was it was a maniac. Like, that was the fastest fifteen minutes of my life, or slowest fifteen minutes of my life, because I I didn't know if we were gonna die or not. I, mean, I promise you, I thought it was over at that time. Uh, yeah, I did. I, mean, I already spoke on it, but I did too. Yeah, I literally sat there with my thoughts. Mitch was talking to me. Uh, I like 
told him to shut up. And now like, since that me, since me. that flight, I've literally uh, I pray before every single flight. I've never gone a flight after that without praying. I promise. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's, I, I do it every, and I'm almost like too nervous to pray. Like some like. I mean, now I'm getting a little bit better mm-hmm. after this last year. Mm-hmm. But that I get whole, comfortable. The whole next year, like, I was literally sitting there, like, I couldn't even pray because I'd be thinking, like, bro, just let us, like, no. please. No, I'm sometimes just wondering, like, please don't ever let me. Because that sound, that boom, I don't, I don't ever want to like, hear that boom again, dude. That, that, that's terrifying. But yeah. that's already over. That's, that's way past me. I ain't ever yeah. think about it again, man. My bad to bring up that bad memory. No, All right, we'll wrap bad. this up, though. I appreciate you coming on, dog. It's a great episode. Good luck this year. Uh, you know what? Screw all the first team Big Twelve stuff. Let's go win us a player of the year. Let's get, it, let's, let's get let's get number ten up yeah, in the rafters. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna do it, man. Appreciate, Appreciate you having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that's that's the episode two of Rock Chalk Unplugged with Chris Tehan. Thank you guys for checking in.